Uh, very important safer to be aware of. This comes up at different times. Sometimes where we're looking for Sfarim in advance of the in advance of Moadim, uh, just to know many of the basic halachas which come up with, with some of the ideas behind it. So there's a, a set of Sfarim. There are several volumes of it, but uh, but uh, a great thing to be aware of is Halicha Shlomo. Halicha Shlomo is is Torah of Rabbi Shlomo Zalman Arbach. Uh, the the Piske Halacha of Rabbi Shlomo Zalman. Uh, they have two volumes on the Moadim. Uh, the Sefer is very very helpful for a couple of reasons. Number one, Rabbi Shlomo Zalman was one of the uh, most prominent poskim in the 20th century. A lot of his psakim, most critical. He spoke about a lot of issues and a lot of shilas, which had not come up before the same way. So Zalman had a particular uh, interest in the world of technology, uh, particular bakiyas in, in, in a variety of some of the newer questions that were coming up. And while Rabbi Zalman did write shuvas called Mincha Shlomo, so there are a lot of other psakim of Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, and in the Sefer Licha Shlomo, they did a great job. His Talmidim putting out, putting out his Piske Halacha. On the top, they have his actual Piske Halacha. On the bottom, there are some footnotes. They tell you when the Psaq comes from Mincha Shlomo. You can look up Mincha Shlomo, get the longer piece. They have on the bottom, uh, they have a Dvar Halacha, another section where they, where they go through some of the basic Mekoros of how he got there. And they have Orchos Halacha, again, other kinds of areas of Psaq that are there for for Rav Shlomo Zalman. What's interesting about it is some of the Psaqim, it's really hard to know because they're not in print in other places. Uh, when they quote from different places, sometimes they quote from Rishimos or Kisvei HaTalmidim, they quote from some, from some of Rav Shlomo Zalman's Talmidim, and a lot of the Shailas are, are, the reason why it's important is because in the world of practical Halacha, so there are often things that, there are newer styles which come up, not only because of technology, but the Metzius itself sometimes can change. The Mitzvah the Mitzis itself can sometimes change. So as, uh, as an example, you know, Shlomo Zalman speaks about a reality which many of us are familiar with in this yeshiva, which is what exactly do you do, uh, Parsha Zacher, please God, in a week and a half from now, Parsha Zacher, when it comes to, uh, when it comes to um, li- listening to Kriya Torah by, di- by people that lay with a different Havara. Shlomo Zalman thinks that, may, that Lichat Chila, it sounds like a person should try to hear their own, but that is not required Mi'ikir Hadin. He's not so convinced it sounds like that, that shuls and yeshivas should have multiple Kriya Torahs like we do here in many places do. But he thinks at least that, uh, that Mi'ikir Hadin, a person can be yote, that's a certain, kind of, a certain kind of reality. In Halik HaShlom, what they sometimes have are short anecdotes uh, about Rabbi Shlomo Zalman that also give you a little bit of a flavor or a little bit of a feel for what was, uh, for what was, taking, what was taking place. There is, as an example, a little bit of a well-known phenomenon that when, when Rabbi Moshe Feinstein passed away in 1986, so Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, so Rabbi Shlomo Zalman a couple of things. They brought Rabbi Moshe's Aron to Eretz Yisrael. Uh, Rabbi Shlomo thought that even though, generally speaking, we assume, we assume that uh, we don't give Hespedim on Purim, that Rabbi Shlomo Zalman paskind that, uh, that when we bring Moshe's Kev, when, when, when Moshe's body would come into Yushalayim, that we'd be able to give a Hespid, Kiroi Lichvodo Shel Gadol Hador. Kiroi Lichvodo Shel Gadol Hador. He tells also here that Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, that in that Shaila, one of Moshe, the fine things were owned in them, Rabbi Moshe had passed away. The, buried, the body had not yet been buried. There Rabbi Shlomo Zalman paskind that we shouldn't have any Chagigas on Purim night that year. He thought per night that year, quote, Ech nismach of Moshe mutal ben How could we possibly have a, how could we possibly have any, uh, have simcha when if Moshe is in between Shemayim va'aretz? When if Moshe hasn't yet been, hasn't yet been buried. They have another anecdote here, which is a little bit of a well-known psaq of Rabbi Zalman. I'll be most of it with a story that I once heard connected, connected, uh, connected to it. Rabbi Zalman, a big shiloh in the post about whether a person can be yotze, can be Yotze, uh, 
Kriyas HaMegillah, if you hear it through a microphone, if you hear it through a telephone, perhaps if you hear it through also a, uh, if you hear it through a, through a hearing aid. Whether you could be Yotze or not. So Zaman and Mikhashlomo assumes that a person would not be Yotze, Mikra Megillah, that a person would not be Yotze, Mikra Megillah, uh, through hearing it in that way. I heard a Misa many years ago in this context of a Yaakov Milansky, who's a Rebbe now in Leif HaTorah, was in, was a Shomesh Mishabim many years ago, told the following Misa over. So Zaman, when he was a kid, the great Misa. So Zaman, when he was a kid, so they used to have an incentive learning program in his particular, in his particular elementary school. And the way that it would go is that they had tests on Mishnayas. And whoever well you did a Mishnayas, so they would give you Svarim, they would give you Svarim if you did well, it was like the pre-Papagayo stage. So they would give you Svarim if you did well in your, in your learning. So Zalman did well in his learning, uh, you know, he was Zalman. Uh, he did very, very well in his, in his learning. And uh, whenever, though, it was time to get the prize, so Zalman always requested the cash equivalent instead of Svarim. When the Rebbe came around and said, so here's your Svarim, he said, I'd rather cash uh, more than the more than the safer. That was somewhat concerning because the Rebbe's looking at someone's album and he said, "I have this kid in my class. I don't know, 10, 11 years old. He's he's obviously he's unbelievable in learning, but it seems like he's all in this. Like it's all about the incentive and all about the cash. What exactly is he? What exactly is he doing? So the Rebbe apparently again, I don't know if the story is true, but it's an awesome story. So the Rebbe gave him someone's the money as a kid, someone's almond, and decided to follow from a distance to see what he was going to do with the with the money. What he was going to do with the money. And he, he follows Shlomo Zalman. He sees that little Shlomo Zalman is walking into an electronics store. He's walking into an electronics store. At the time, so if nowadays in certain circles there would be smartphones, the time of Shlomo Zalman would be like a transistor radio. That was a very, very big deal. Controversial thing to get. The Rebbe is therefore livid. He has this kid with unbelievable talent looking forward to the capacity. This is like, this kid's going to be it. And look what he's doing. He's going to the electronics store to buy some, you know, transistor radio. He walks in to the store to catch Shlomo Zalman. And he's purchasing a hearing aid for his mother. He's purchasing a hearing aid for his mother. Uh, that, that he saved up all the money in order to take care of her. Rabbi Vilansky's Ha'ara was a very, very beautiful one. Which was, it's an amazing thing. So Zalman was so, so incredibly sensitive. Look what he did. Obviously he wanted to spar him. He took all that money in order to be able to buy her. Uh, but when it came to the MS of Torah and Mincha Shlomo, Shlomo Zalman Paskins, she's not Yotze. He really held that, that hearing through a hearing aid. You're not actually Yotze. You're not Yotze at all. And that was, uh, and, and that, that commitment to a certain kind of MS. They quote here an interesting anecdote that they, uh, that they write about Rabbi Shlomo Zalman in that particular context, that when he was, uh, his mother could not hear that well, to the time that he was bar mitzvah, Shlomo Zalman would work very, very hard in leading the Megillah properly. He would then sit next to his mother and read Megillah's Esther for his mother, where he would yell into her ear uh, all, of the, all, of the, all of the words so that she'd be able to hear it. One time, Shlomo uh, one of his kids, took over. One of Shlomo sons took over. And he said, you know, he read it also in front of his grandmother for a very long time. And said once to, to his father, said to Shlomo said, you know, I'm reading it in front of, in, in front of Bubby or whatever else they called her. And said, you know, I don't think she really hears that much. I'm not sure that she's really Yotze. I don't know if she really hears that much. And Shlomo said, Dalecha b'ni. He said, son, understand. Kime olam mo'ala al-daiti shishamas. I never really thought that she actually heard it that well at all, but I knew it was important for her to feel like she'd go to make a Megillah. I knew it was important for her to be able to have that experience, and therefore I would read in front of her every, every single year. So Zalman, there's a certain MS of Torah, you can't be out in way, but an amazing sensitivity to go out of his way and to purchase that, and also to be able to have the, to be able to have the Psaq. So this, it's a wonderful safer to be aware. People quote it all the time. We quoted some of the, the non-sort of like halakhic sections, but a lot of very, very important, a lot of very, very important Torahs that come up here, 
definitely a good safer to be aware of. Halich Hashlomo, the Torah of Rav Shlomo Zaman Arbach, with hopefully also a little bit of a nice, uh, a little bit of a nice story there.